Well, good evening. Here we are, Course of Love. Another delightful Wednesday evening with my friends. And um, just to let us know, we are now in the in the addendum in the Course of Love, and in some books it's at the end of the book, and in the newer edition it's dispersed throughout, and I can't tell you where, but we're in the first section, which is called Learn, well, it's all called Learning in the Time of Christ, and we're in part one, which is A, and we concluded, we read up to A16 last, well, it's all A, we read up until uh, A16 last week on page 668 in the older edition. Like I said, I cannot help anybody else who has the second edition. You'll have to look for it. Um, so, learning in the time of Christ. So, I will just read off our reading list for now. And um, let me just change that. Okay. So far we have Jessica, Lana, Reverend Bill, Gloria, Judy, and hopefully Micah. And Lemoyne will be joining us. He's checking with his parents, checking in with his parents right now. And as Lana just reminded us, it's today, Lee's birthday today. So let's all try to send him a little happy chair at the end. He's not here. (laughs) I know. I know. You know, maybe what we could do is call him and sing happy birthday to him. No, I I don't think. I'm going to text him. I don't, you know, he might be with his lady friend. No. He's got a personal life now. I just don't want to impose. You know, that's a good thought, but... I don't think so. We'll send him a note as well. Yeah. I send him him a little message um, in Messenger on Facebook. Yeah. Post something on his his timeline, too, if you're in Facebook. So, again, Jessica, Lana, Reverend Bill, Gloria, Judy, and Micah, possibly. And And Miguel. uh, Oh, and Miguel. Hi, Miguel. Put you on the reading list? Yeah. Thank you. <coughs> okay, nice reading list. Surely this post, but I guess something came up. All right. So, again, let's be cognizant of, of keeping our phones muted when we, while we're not reading or speak, you know, dialoguing. And uh, as again, I always say, let's leave space for people to share and not uh, step on each other's toes in our conversation. And um, I think that takes care of household. So let's just settle in, take some nice deep breaths, calm ourselves down. You know, I read something this morning on uh, Circle of Atonement. And it just rang so deeply within my heart. And it was Lesson 348 in the text. And I know Jessica heard it, 
but I think it's worth hearing again. And it, it just spoke to me in so many ways. So allow me to repeat what he says in Lesson 348 in the text. And the lesson is, I have no cause for anger or for fear. For you surround me, and in every need, in every need that I perceive, your grace suffices me. And the commentary from Alan Watson says, Remember, he surrounds us. Close your eyes and be quiet. And think of the love or the presence of God as a golden light. Imagine that light shining on the front of you. Feel its warmth, its golden glow, like the radiance of the sun on a bright summer day. Now become aware of that same light behind you. The love of God is shining on you, front and back. Let yourself feel the safety of it. The presence of God is also on your right and on your left. It is all around you, above you and below you. You are surrounded by this golden light, immersed in it. You are surrounded by perfect safety, perfect benevolence. Allow yourself to feel what that is like. In this love, there is no cause for anger or for fear. There is no cause for anything except the perfect peace and joy you share with God. Do you not feel that love in front and back, your right to your left, above and below you? Feel that golden light. Let it surround you. Feel the love. Isn't that beautiful? (sighs) Thank you for letting me share that again. It so resonated with me. It's such a nice feeling. So, Everybody with me? Yes. On the magic carpet. Yes. Yes, this is good. Okay. Yes. So let's turn to the addendum. Again, I'll remind us that he left us off with last week, and then we'll pick up everyone to take a paragraph. Jessica, Lana, Reverend Bill, Gloria, Judy, Miguel, and hopefully Micah. He said to us last week, the the student begins to move beyond the need for shared belief to personal conviction and authority. Can students be misguided? Is there, in other words, perhaps no right answer or correct interpretation but wrong answers and incorrect interpretations. This is a matter of unity versus separation than that of a matter of right and wrong. In unity and relationship, each is not only capable, but will inevitably receive the answer and come to to the understanding of interpretation that is right for them. So Jessica, 17, please. 
I'm sorry, can someone else go first? Because I, I was going to ask you where we are. I, I can't keep track of all the different calls I'm on. All right. It's, all right, Lana, would you like to start with 17? Sure. Those who do not enter unity and relationship cannot be helped, fixed, or shown the inaccuracies of their perceptions. Their perceptions will remain true for them because their minds have told them they are true, and their belief in the supremacy of the mind has temporarily overridden the openness of their hearts. The need for some to remain within the teaching and learning situation of right and wrong answers will be strong. Many will not be dissuaded from the logic that tells them that they must work hard to attain anything of value. Bill. All right. Uh, uh, Paula, can you tell me where we are? Because I don't know where we are. All right. It's in the addendum. In my book, it's page 668, and it's learning in the time of Christ. Okay. Thank you. Do you want to come back on the reading list? Yes, definitely. Yes, thank you. All right. Reverend Bill, we'll let Jessica go and then you go after. Okay? Thank you. All right. 18, Jessica. Oh, 18. Thank you very much. <laughs> let me be clear. The seeming lack of difficulty in this course is where its difficulty lies. To give up difficulty for ease is more than some egos are willing to accept. Give up effort for receptivity is more than some can accept. Why? Because it is too difficult. It goes against all you have learned and the nature of the reality in which the mind has functioned. In turning to the heart, We seek to bypass this difficulty as much as possible, but each will feel it to some degree. The precise degree to which they are capable of giving up reliance on what they but think has worked for them in the past. The way of the heart is the way of the time of Christ. The time of the Holy Spirit has passed. The time of the intermediary is over. The greatest intermediary of all has been the mind. It has stood between you and your own inner knowing, caught in a dream of perception. Collectively and individually, you have come to a level of frustration with what can be tough that has exceeded its limits. Your readiness has failed as impatient. Many can read 
many can ride the wave of this impatience to a new way. Others need to battle against against it a while longer. Pass. Judy? Thank you. For those ready for a new way, the time of battles has ended. They care to engage in no more debates, care not to be proven right or proven wrong, care not to hear the evidence for this approach or that. They have grown weary of the ways of the mind. They are ready to come home to the way of the heart. Thank you. Miguel? <clears throat> the way of learning in the time of Christ brings with it a new kind of evidence, an evidence demonstrated clearly and plainly with every willingness to end reliance on the ego mind and to leave the hell of the separate self behind. What will be demonstrated and shared is the perfect logic of the heart and that it abandonment of the old way will not bring forth ruin but will bring instead the wisdom that each one knows he or she, she or he has always possessed. That's Michael, can you read? Uh, I'll have to pass. Okay. Lemoyne, are you back? No. Okay, we're going to start from the top again. Jessica, would you read 23, please? Yes. Facilitators can rely on this demonstration even when many in a group may remain attached to the ways of the thinking mind. The demonstration will work for those who observe from a place of unity, even if it works not at all for the reader who cannot find it within him or within him or herself to accept union. There is no cause to delay the movement of the group or to feel anything but gentleness for those who cannot at this time accept the new way. No harm will come to anyone from the demonstration that will be provided of just how little gain comes to those who cannot receive. Lana? I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Through... Receptivity is the wisdom inherent in being who you truly are revealed. Being who you truly are, accepting your true identity, is the goal of this course and of this beginning level of what I only loosely call a curriculum. It is appropriate to remember and to be reminded at this level that being true to yourself is not about reaching an ideal state or a state of identity exactly the same as another's. It is also not about being selfless 
These ideas, too, are part of the unlearning of this course and are to be discouraged, and are to be discouraged. Readers then naturally may wonder what there is left to strive for, and in doing so, reach again the very difficult transition away from striving. In unity, perfection is the reality. Your reality is union. Thus, no striving for either unity or perfection is necessary. The, quote, answer for those in need of challenges is the challenge presented in the call to reside in unity and to express the divinity of their nature through sharing in union and relationship. This call is addressed further in the work of the treatises. Thank you. Okay, that concludes part one of the addendum. And as it's stated in this work, part one covered the... The addendum covered corresponds with the three books, the first one being The Course of Love, the second, The Treaties, and then the third, The Dialogue. So what we just read in part one last week and this week is corresponding to the Course of Love, the first book. And as he says in that very last sentence, next we'll start with part two of the addendum, Learning in the Time of Christ, covering the treaties. So keep that in mind that what we've read, think of what you've read in the Course of Love. And he condenses it into this first part. So... The floor is open. Hi. This is Reverend um, Bill. Oh, go ahead, Reverend Bill. Go ahead. No, Lana, you're on. Go ahead, please. <laughs> um, one of the, you know, the biggest challenge for me was um, uh, both in A Course in Miracles and this, and Somewhere along the way, I arrived at a really comfortable place. But this idea that efforting is um, actually counterproductive because whenever I bring any type of effort or striving in, I'm all, I'm all automatically coming from the thinking mind. And um, when I receive any messages or guidance, from Jesus or Holy Man, Holy Spirit. It's only when I've um, come to that place of stillness of mind, when I've stopped thinking and focused on on God and truth. And um, and the gift is that as soon as I'm focused, fully focused on God and the truth, the thought system of the ego naturally silences itself because I'm I have taken my awareness from there and brought it to the present in in truth. And um, I have you know many students who come with the same um, uh, issues about the lessons um, in a course of miracles and and about you know 
what's being taught here in A Course of Love is basically the same thing, feeling that, um, and forgiveness too. It's the feeling that I have to accomplish something. I have to do something. And that's just so counterintuitive to um, our human condition. You know, we always, are, we're conditioned to have goals and to strive and, and um, we basically need to do nothing. And in the doing nothing, uh, the guidance comes, the answers come. And uh, I real, I've gotten to the point now where when any issue comes up, not only spiritual ones, but in my everyday life, I'll just ask the question and leave it, you know. And um, whether it's about finances or health or, or uh, roommates or any type of relationships, I let the answer come to me and it always comes in some form. It may not be, it may be thoughts delivered to my mind, it may be something I hear, it might be something I read, but the answers always come and it comes when I disengage and allow it to come. And and boy, that's a challenge because it's the same thing like with cause and effect if a seeming problem shows up, we want to just jump in and correct or fix the effects when Jesus, you know, tells us it's, you know, you got to bring your your focus and attention to the cause, which is in the mind. And, and also, um, the heart has been such a valuable addition to my spiritual work. You know, it's like opened up a whole new vista um, given a location for love, <laughs> you know, symbolic. But I know, I know where I can go to. I have a reference point now, um, which distinguishes it um, from the mind, the thinking mind. So that kind of circumvents the whole ego thought system when I go to the heart. So it's it's definitely a. Um, I don't see it as being radically different than A Course in Miracles. Um, he uses different word symbols, but he's asking the same thing in that um, <laughs> thinking isn't required. <laughs> in fact, it's highly discouraged. <laughs> so anyway, I'm complete. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Lana. Thank you. Thanks, Lana. Beautiful. <clears throat> Thank you, Lana. That um, totally reflected exactly where I come from as well. And I realize it's a challenge to be there <laughs> all the time, but I still think it's definitely worth, the, worth it. So anyway, thank you for that. appreciate it. Oh, I do too. Thank you. Raven Bill, were you going to speak? That was great. Raven Bill, the floor is open. You were going to speak before? Thanks, Paula. I I wanted to say that paragraph that Jessica read, 18, um, that just brings a smile to my face. I I recall, I'm, I'm looking back at when I was first introduced to A Course of Love, that like in the, the summer of 2015, I'm walking across a field in... Connecticut, and this insight comes to me 
and I found myself asking, hmm, I'm wondering if there's something that follows A Course in Miracles. And uh, I was very curious about it at that point. And it was about five months later that a friend of mine who had been studying the course with me, Course in Miracles, um, mentioned it. And then I heard it from two other places and knew it was time to order A Course of Love. And uh, when I re- when I picked it up and started reading it, I, reading the preface and the the forward, I just I closed my eyes and asked, "This is you, Jesus?" And and I just saw his face in front of me, just smiling and laughing. And I joined him, and just like this gut filled laugh about that, about recognizing that. So that was the background, and I, I read this as, as Jessica was reading this. I was just remind, remembering that experience and how joyful and excited I was about, about what was to come without having an idea what it would be, what it would mean. And I, I look up to, at this message uh, Obviously, I didn't read this for the first time until after I'd gone through the entire book, the rest of the book. But um, to give up difficulty for ease is more than some egos are willing to accept. And, and then just what he goes on to say is, why? Because it's so difficult. It goes against all you have learned and the nature of your reality in which the mind has functioned. And I, mm-hmm. I just I reflect back to that time and wonder what it would have been like for me to read that at the beginning and what my ego, what my mind would have done with that at that point in time. And I look back at it now and I just have to say that it's probably perfect that I, inappropriate, that I didn't read this then. Um, but but got into it after reading the the entire book for the first time. But it just feels so affirming to to now now it feels so affirming to me as what this experience has been. Uh, this experience of of discovering and opening to my heart and recognizing what it is like to open myself to the heart. Um, and so I just celebrate, and I'm grateful to be reading this with you guys tonight. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Thank you. I'm complete. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Bill. I'd like to um, uh, now share right now. Uh, having studied the Course of Miracles. Finding it quite difficult from time to time, too intellectual sometimes, and uh, I was ready when I first picked up this book. That's six years ago, so maybe more. As soon as somebody mentioned it to me, I was on a call. I I knew I had to get this book because they were giving me a synopsis of it, and I it just spoke to my heart. I knew it. And I loved it from the moment I picked it up. I had no question about it. I read it through all but Couldn't put it down. And, you know, he says, 
and, and that 18 says it so well too. And the part I highlighted from day one after reading the miracles for so long, in 19, the way of the heart is the way of the time of Christ. The time of the Holy Spirit has passed. The time of the intermediary is over. The greatest intermediary of all has been the mind. It has stood between you and your own inner knowing, caught in a dream of that opened up my world that exactly that it brought it to a point where he even go. it's like he says going on further you know when he talks about the students and the care and to engage in debates and prove right or wrong I mean I hear it still I heard it still because I don't participate in the calls for the miracles anymore I speak I, I'm involved with hearing with learning through my heart there I'm ready to come home to the way of the heart I knew that the moment I picked up this book I know it's the blending of the mind and the heart for wholeheartedness but then I um, I treasure the words I learned through the miracles from brother Jesus and now he came to me with a softer message when he spoke to Mary Perone. And I don't feel guilty in not reading the miracles anymore because I knew my, my journey with the miracles is over. Now my journey is more through my mind and my heart together. And I, I'm so enjoying it. Yet, I, you know, I'll participate like I have with the lessons because the lessons keep me in line, let's say. Just remind me constantly. And, and, and you know, I, initially I beat myself up. I was almost feeling guilty giving up the text. But then I stopped. And I stopped every time he reminded me in this work that I am where I am supposed to be right now and who I am. It's all part of my journey. Whatever I had read in the past, whatever where I gained my knowledge or my love of God, the reminding of reminding me who I am, whatever I'm participating in now, in the present, is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm enjoying every moment of it. I'm actually feeling a lot and giving I'm liking myself more. Where I used to beat myself up because it was like, oh, i got to do this. You know, anyway, that's my journey. So thank you for me, allowing me to be honest about that and share it with my, my friends. I'm complete. Wow, Paula, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh, yes, Paula. It sank oh, my heart. That was great. I really like that, Paula. Feels resonated. Thank you, Paula. Yes, thank you, Paula. Beautiful. It's wonderful. We're ready. Uh, uh, this you is know, Micah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Micah. No, I was just going to say, you know, we're all on our individual journeys, even though we are one. And we 
let's honor everyone's journey where they are right now. And that's how I've been kind of rolling now. We're all where we're supposed to be. And it's great. And I'm complete. The floor is all yours, Micah. Oh, well, you basically said what I was going to say. Our journeys are are different. And um, God is infinitely creative. Because that, that's all that's here is God through all of us. You know, in all these variety of forms, through our variety of states and experiences. Um uh, so I, I kind of wanted to focus on uh, paragraph 17 at first, where they must work hard to attain anything of value. And we're, we're kind of giving that up. And it made me think of, like, some of the things I was meditating on this morning from A Course of Miracles. And for me, that book um, continues to be this powerful powerful expression that lifts my being out of space-time and folds it back over, too, into this experience of space-time. And, and so this, this was the quote, because I want to tie it into the next paragraph, or the one following it, where uh, Jesus is saying here, the way of the heart is the way of the time of Christ, the time of the Holy Spirit is past. So I want to read this from The Course of Miracles and then tie it in to kind of how I'm, I'm seeing things these days. So it says, let the Holy Spirit, therefore, maybe, maybe it's a good idea to just say how Jesus defines the Holy Spirit in the Course of Miracles. He says, the Holy Spirit is your right mind. He also says, it's the shared inspiration of the sonship. It's, it's our self. He didn't say that last one. I mean, that, that's kind of how I'm, I'm uh, how the experience is coming to me. And so now, that, uh, as I read this quote, it kind of puts what HS means, higher self, to me, is what HS means in perspective. Okay, let him, HS, therefore be the only guide, because it all ties in with paragraph, 17, where it says they must work hard to attain anything of value. We're letting that go. We don't need to do anything. And the beauty of the Course of Miracles was it taught me how to let go being the doer through HS, higher self, Holy Spirit, you know, our own right mind, the shared inspiration of the sonship, which is really ourself. And it says... Let, let him, therefore, be the only guide that you would follow to salvation. HS, I'll, I'll just use the, the word higher self, HS. HS knows the way and leads you gladly on it. With HS, you will not fail to learn what God wills for you is your will. Without his guidance, you will think you know alone and will decide against your peace as surely as you made the wrong decision in ever thinking that salvation lay in you alone. 
Salvation is of HS, the higher self, of him to whom God gave it for you. He has not forgotten it. Forget him not, and he will make every every decision for you, for your salvation and the peace of God in you. And it reminded me of this Eastern uh, quote about the last thing to go is the feeling of somebody doing the work. And so any way we can let go of being the doer You know, it's so important, you know, just to become so transparent and to, you know, just to let go. Um, The time of the Holy Spirit has passed. You know, it's like really aligning with this, this, this is the self which we share, you know, that is guiding us. To, to let go of the mica doing stuff, you know, okay, I'm going to shift in this meditation or whatever whatever it is. No, I'm not going to do that. It's like this is unity expressing itself. And which brings us back to how Jesus ended this section. Um, um, Thus, no striving for either unity or perfection is necessary. The answer for those in need of challenges is the challenge presented in the call to reside in unity and express the divinity of their nature through sharing in union and relationship, which is what we're kind of doing all the time. If if I can just let go of the feeling of a separate mica doing anything, you know, it's like, you know, what's going on in this call is unity. It's a beautiful dance of unity, and it's all God. This is God speaking. This is God listening. You know, it's it's um, uh, very simple in a way. And, um, I love to dance it. And to dance it, it kind of is really sweet. Anyway, I, I think I, I, I don't know if I expressed myself very well. Anyway, I'm done. Thanks. Well, that was Great, Micah. You expressed yourself oh, so well. Yes, that was perfect. Thank you, Micah. Thank yes, you. It, it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm really so anxious to see, you know, the work that Lee's putting out eventually about, you know, blending the miracles and the course of love. You know, this, the, like you just did, Michael, which was so great. You know, I know, he, he, and 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 I'm going to be honest. Like, and and you know, Lee has voiced that he he's you know, a, uh, embraced this work too, the course of love, as much as he he said it in so many words the other day. He he didn't think he could, but how he started to really embrace the course of love, and I I just, and I know when he comes out with that book, it is going to be magnificent. And I love when he'd come on the calls and do exactly what you did today, Mike, Mike, Micah, to blend them together. You know, go from the mind and the heart together in wholeheartedness. Thank you for that. Yeah, he's a master at that. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a master at that. 
to that point of blend, blending together, what I envision is everybody who's here by their divine appointment, their divine choice, if you will, just imagining that each individually is the thread of the oneness, the thread of unity that we're all here to receive and give in the perfect manner um, for wherever we are along this journey. But just accept that this dialogue that's unfolding here is that oneness, mm-hmm. each voice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank I'm you. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yes, thank you both. Um, I just want to share really quickly um, a course of love. The heart, you know, connecting with my heart has, has made all the things in A Course of Miracles easier. It's like I've been shown a way to circumvent the whole ego thought system. Um, and it's just in the more I do nothing as Lana, you know, the more opening to reality is shown to me. You know, just, and it's not even a letting go. It's like it lets go of me. You know, this whole thing about being right, you know, and he talks about, you know, the good and the bad and the polar opposites. And, and, And what you said, Paula, about our individual journeys is so key to that for me because um, when I allow everyone just to be who they are and um, appreciate where they are and know it's they're perfect just the way they are, then um, I don't need to be right. There's no motivation to be right. You know, it's it's just a pure and beautiful acceptance of what is true. And um and for me too, Micah, it's uh my conversations lately are with God. You know, it's it's like my higher self, my right mind connecting directly with God. And, you know, Jesus is always my best buddy. I mean, he's been there since I was a kid, but um, he's like a best friend. I'll talk to him, but I don't need him as an inter- intermediary anymore. You know, I can just um, say, you know, into thy presence do I enter now. You know, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And I'm with God. I'm with the all of the all. And um, and he loves me perfectly, unconditionally. There isn't anything I can't say to him. And um, and also, you know, it, it it really has strengthened my trust because every time I trust it, that trust is validated either in a perceived problem being solved or a worry or uh, being shown the meaninglessness of questions. <laughs> you know, it's 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 like that information just comes to me. You know, it's the thoughts I do not think as Jesus puts it in the book and um, in the course of love. And those thoughts I do not think, they require nothing of me. And when I say require, I mean it as um, 
as mandatory. It requires nothing of me. Um, and when I can step aside and just let Lana be Lana and God be God, there's just a beautiful harmony. And um, and and I think um, harmony is that wonderful state of mind of peace. You know, when I'm in sync with my true self and there's no friction there, there's no disharmony, I'm being who I am. And that's just fine, you know, however it looks. <laughs> it's just fine. I'm always as God created me, and this is what it looks like now, you know. So I don't have to judge myself or anyone. Um, so it's it's really been like a huge leap forward in my experience of A Course in Miracles through A Course of Love. You know, I can look back and say, well, I don't do that anymore. It wasn't any suffering or sacrifice. It's just gone. I don't have to do that anymore. And it's, um, so anyway, um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rattle on. So I'm complete. Thank you both for your shares. Well, i never be sorry. That was beautiful. You, ne- you never rattle on. <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you. You know, Lana, whoever that was, why don't you go ahead and speak? Okay, uh, this is Jessica. Um, You know, this is so such a wonderful experience listening to you guys because I feel like every time someone is speaking, I feel like I'm speaking, and and I feel this beautiful release of. Being myself, even though I know I'm, it's not me speaking, of course, and, you know, what you guys are saying is, is beautiful beyond words and beyond what would occur to me to say because it would occur, occur to me somewhat differently because I am a little bit different. And But at the same time, something about the sharing feels like it's me, and I think it's that unity, it's that union that's happening that makes it feel like, you know, the mind is one and the the mouth moving with the words are the same, I don't know, same person, but um, anyway, it just feels like this weaving that's happening, it's a beautiful tapestry that is my experience of now um, being created by all of you. So thank you very much. I'm complete. Thank you, Jessica. And that's the oneness of us, as Reverend Bill mentioned earlier. That's the oneness of us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, let Jessica. Ask, thank you, yeah, Jessica. Let me, let me ask, is there anyone out there who has not shared yet and want to leave some space the floor's open. Well, if somebody's still waiting, I'm, I'm sure that everybody's going to be speaking at the right time in the right manner. And I just wanted yeah. to... Well, I'd like to encourage Bill to leave them space yep. to feel comfortable. Understand. You know, some people hesitate, takes them a little longer. It's okay. 
As Lana was sharing. Yeah. Two items came up for me when, as Lana was sharing. <clears throat> Using my imagination, I cannot envision what it would have been like to have found a course of love first and then second found a course in miracles. I, I, I just believe that, that getting into a course of love from that standpoint, uh, would have been missing so much. Whereas our journey in A Course in Miracles, uh, the wonders, the miracles of that just set the stage for us to be willing. I have set the stage for me to be willing to receive this as I have. And... Um, then uh, Lana made the comment, um, oh, geez, it faded away for a moment, but there's, uh, uh, the message about being open to the voice for God. And, um, I just imagine that as well as, um, sorry, I can't remember what the specific words were that Lana used, but they were something from pre-course material from the Bible um, about about being present, being open, and uh, just again, seeing whatever I would have thought that would look like, the experiences these days is substantially different. Uh, Maybe it was let me be still and listen to the truth. Um, I just recognize that that would have been substantially different today than, than I could imagine what it would have been like prior to this work, these studies. Um, so I just so accept how this is unfolding and how it, how it has and how it continues to unfold. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Bill. Those words were how I enter into meditation there. Into thy presence do I enter into the hands I commend my spirit. It's sort of welcoming God in, being receptive. Thank you, Lana. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it certainly, to my experience, is different now than I would have envisioned it before. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you both. Glory, do you feel like sharing with us this evening? Anything moving to your heart to share? Well, um, I mentioned to another group about my experience on reading the uh, Marie Marie Magdalene 
the force of love. I just read some little page, little paragraphs on her life, and somehow I felt so connected with her. And I I asked her. I said, I like to feel the way you you love Jesus, and I can express that love so well um <clears throat> and then um thinking about that i said i can be a puzzle of jesus i want to do that of course the ego comes and say you don't know what you want you don't know what you're expecting and i said I'm not listening to you. I am I'm willing to learn more about about how to be learning in a course of love or a course of miracles. And it came to me the memory also that many years ago I in my meditation I saw myself sitting on the ground under a tree and I was weeping and crying and feeling some kind of guilt or something and suddenly I fell in my head a hen and I turned around and I was Jesus and said you think I've been forgiven get up and do what you need to do love yourself and I, I woke up out of my meditation and I felt so deep connected with him. And, and it was kind of funny, I will say, that in that time I was taking my son to have some acupuncture for his uh, problem, asthma, asthma problem. And my friend moved to a new building, and I was looking for the bathroom. I said, where is the bathroom? And she directed me where. So the first thing I saw in that room, a picture I never saw before, a woman crying, sitting under a tree, and Jesus putting his hand over her head. And I was stunned. I said, that's the way I saw myself. What is, what have we been doing 2,000 years ago? I believe I've been reincarnated. And I say to myself, what did you learn in all those years? You need to come back. You need to come back. I'm complete. Thank you for listening. Beautiful story. Yeah. What an experience. That is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you, Gloria. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah.
Thank you for feeling comfortable to share that with us. That's how we, we connect. That's our unity, as we've all been saying. Relationship with love. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Gloria. That sounds like such a profound experience. Thank you so much for sharing it. Thank you. And I I mentioned to the group, I invite you, all of you, to be apostles of Jesus. And maybe you already are. Maybe. And that day we were 12 and the phone call. And I say, mm-hmm. we are perfect, the perfect number. But I have to come back home. Yeah. I'm complete. So complete. Yes, you are. Thank you, Gloria. Welcome. Judy, would you like to share with us this evening? Thanks, Paula. I don't really have a lot to share this evening, except I will just say one thing, and that's, for me, it's... it's, um, this whole experience with the course of love that I did not feel, <laughs> being the operative word, with a course in miracles. I found with the course of miracles when I was studying, um, when I was studying it, you know, the text, the workbook, and um, everything subsequent to that. I found it that it was um, it fed me intellectually, and I really enjoyed that. I really did. And in reading a course of love and studying a course of love. The one thing that really stands out to me is that it's an experience. It's something that I can feel. And when my heart is open and I can receive whatever God has in store for me, whether it comes to in words or feelings or senses or whatever, that just feels so much more complete. So for me, it's about the feeling, the experience, and being able to receive that's it. Thanks. I'm, I'm complete. Very nice. Thank you for that. I think we all feel that. It's a, the I bet experience of it. Yeah. I bet, I bet the Course of Miracles will even open up deeper for you now. Oh, yeah, it has. Absolutely. Thank you, Judy. Well, if nobody else wants to share, Lana kind of stimulated something in me where where she was talking about her beautiful relationship with Jesus and and, um, our wholeness and our oneness. Uh, It kind of, I love this quote from The Way of Mastery where Jesus is talking as he's so... You know, he, you know, he says in The Course of Miracles, I have nothing that does not come from God. The only difference between us now is I have nothing else. He's so one with God, you know, and and that's what we are. And so he, he says, you saw me, 
as separate from you. So I appeared in the way that you could see me and understand me. And he's talking about God. You know, God manifesting as Jesus. I'll read it again. You saw me as separate from you, which is God. So I appeared in the way that you could see me and understand me. Everything is in this unity of God. And what what's... What's listening to, uh, you know, what's feeling like it's on this, this conference call, it's all God. And, th- and there's nothing else. So I, I came across these two quotes uh, real quick from uh, The Way of Mastery this morning. I was meditating on It says, All teaching and communication devices have one simple goal, to reduce fear so that that particular mind can release its grip on itself and surrender the illusion of separation and thereby be bathed in the light of reality yet again, seeing that God is what I am. I am God. You are God. Only that one exists. Only this I that we share as the one exists. And then the next quote, I appear as every blade of grass. He's talking, Jesus is talking about being God. I appear as every blade of grass. I appear as every thought. I appear as every desire. I appear as every cloud in the sky. I appear as you. You are that one that I am. I am speaking to you and yet, You are speaking to you. You hear me, but you hear only your true self. It's it's a realm of such oneness that we're moving into, that this individuated self is starting to, uh, like, be a salt doll and dive in the Ganges. You know, it's getting more and more dissolved into this oneness and and we're doing it together which is the coolest thing we're not doing it alone it's it's really beautiful i'm done thank you mike that was fantastic thank you so powerful i heard thank you yeah thank you um about our about our searching for God. And it's like a dog chasing after its own tail, thinking it's separate from itself. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's what we're like. We're like dogs chasing after our own tail. <laughs> it's all one. Beautiful. Thank you, Micah. Yeah, very true. Boy. Uh, this is Gloria. I'd like to share with you um, an affirmation that I found probably in the Course of Miracles. It says, I am the home of light, joy, and peace. I'm welcome them into the home I share with God because I am part of him. 
and I'm repeating this constantly so I can come back home. I'm complete. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you. How beautiful, Gloria. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Wow, I'm just sitting here basking in all this, this feeling, these emotions. These, ah, feels so, so good. Miguel, are you still with us? Good question. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm here. I'm listening. Enjoying. Thank, Thank you, you, Miguel. But too much to say. If I start, it'll take too long. Lemoyne, did you come back? Yeah, I've been back a while. So you've been basking in the the glow? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's no magic to say that this call, call or any call has to go for the set amount of time. I, I'm not of the ilk I feel like, oh, I have to cover, you know, 17 paragraphs or complete, you know. It, then it makes it into a study group. This is more than a study group. I mean, I think what we've experienced here every week, and particularly tonight, it's been unbelievable. And I don't want to feel like anyone's forced If you're ready to share, you share. I ask, I reach out gently to join with us. And I want everyone to feel comfortable when they join. So what I'm saying is that if if everything is, everyone's all right, 
I feel like, because I'm not going to rush to go to the next section. There's always next week. Then it's studying. I want to experience this work. You don't have to do it like a course. I, you know, I actually always felt like I, I wish they had not put like a course of miracles. Like, And I'd hear people say, that, oh, I have to take the course. I'm like, I finished the course. The year is over. Not. You have to experience this work. All works. So, Lemoyne, I'm going to end the call. I think it's nice for us to leave feeling the glow. I don't want anyone to feel that they have to fill in space. That's not the intent. Do we all agree? Paula, you hit the nail on the head as usual. Yeah. There's nothing magic. We, We feel it. Let's take it with us into our evening, into our nights, into our days. And join again next week. Perfect, Paula. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. It has been a miraculous for me. Yeah. Yeah. It has been for me, too. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Really wonderful. Thank you, guys. God bless you. Thank you, all. God bless you all. Thank you. God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you. Have a great evening and a great life. Okay. Love you all. Thank you for being Love Thank you, you for the oneness we share. Blessing be. Why isn't it Oh boy.